G'day legends and welcome to another RIP episode of the Auntie Donna podcast. On this week's episode, we've got an informative podcast thanks to the tactical response team over at The Dojo. Remember, if you're loving this body, you can get heaps more content over at AuntieDonnaClub.com. Hello and welcome to um, podcast number one of I Hope Many Podcasts, um, uh, where we will be discussing um, tactical responses, we will be discussing uh, various martial arts, and we'll basically be discussing the the many options that you have um, if you find yourself in a dangerous situation, whether you are a person or a nation state. Um, this, the name of this podcast has not been decided yet, but uh, you'll know it when you listen to it. Uh, my name is Stephen. Um, I, am, uh, I am here with my co-host and uh, I, I, I would say um, confidant, you know. Um, we've learnt together, we've come up together in the tactical response uh, world. Uh, his name is... Uh, um, also, Stephen, um, but you can call him by his middle name, which is uh, Serg. Uh, Serg, how are you, mate? Really good to hear from you today, uh, Stephen. Uh, really yep. exciting time for me to be on the podcast. Uh, yep. Uh, Really excited to have this opportunity to talk yeah. about uh, self defense and, and its role yeah. role in uh, fight fighting people. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, now let's educate the community. Serg, um, now uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, if, if for our listeners, uh, for those listening who who haven't been to any of our seminars or or, um, you know, worked with us in the past. Um, we'll talk a little bit about our history, but first I wanted to uh, introduce our first guest on, on, on the podcast, and we hope to make him a regular guest. Um, we wanted to have the perspective of someone who uh, was newer to this world. Um, this is uh, someone that you've taken on, uh, I, I would say, or we've both taken on as sort of a, a Padawan or a... Uh, or a, a Padawan or a, um, you know, a, 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 a student or like an unpaid intern is probably the more like legal way to put it. Uh, we've got him on to help us uh, with some of our admin back end, uh, but also to teach him the ways of tactical response and martial arts. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, talk a little bit about uh, who you are, um, and uh, your relationship to 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 myself and Serg. Namaste. Uh, my name is Stephen. Namaste. I namaste. 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 My name yes. is Stephen. I'm a, yeah. I'm a yellow belt in jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've come onto this podcast. Uh, Stephen and Stephen have been taking me under their wing. Uh, like they said, treating me as a protege, hence why I have a long, small, thin braid at the back of my head, yeah. much like my hero, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, oh, Anakin, of course, yeah. the uh, alien pronunciation 
of Anakin's yeah. name. And if you uh, question me on that, maybe you should go back and watch the prequel trilogy <laughs> in which uh, he is referred to as Anakin Skywalker. Um, so if you have a problem with that and you would like to meet me and my two senseis out in the car park, I'm more than happy to take that request and note it down in my ledger, which is dripping with red. If I can point on something there that is really interesting yeah. about yeah, that is um, you, if you come and challenge me to a fight, my first yeah. instinct at any moment is going to be get out of there, leave, yeah. run. Yeah. I don't want to be in a fight with you. I want to be away from incident. I'm not looking to fight you at all. I've got no reason to be in a fight. However, Absolutely. if you hold me, if you control me, that's mm. where things will turn. That's where my power will be yeah. shown to you. My yeah. black belt in jiu-jitsu, my black belt in boxing, my black belt yeah. in fantasy art fighting, my black belt in Jedi fighting. That's mm -hmm. where I'm going to show you some of the skills that I've attained through my career. Um, it's interesting, Serg, that you bring up um, that you bring up the need and the ability to step away from a fight. Um, yeah. That's a Actually, when we first met, uh, when I first met Serg, uh, it was in 2005, or Stephen. Stephen is his name, but we call him Serg in order to differentiate so there's not a sense of confusion uh, because it, both of our names are Stephen. And I do like so, to go by Sergey. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. Stephen I Sergey. Think it's, fa it's fantastic to take on your um, Russian heritage with pride and whatnot. And I but am I just Stephen to talk with a, uh, or just to be clear, I am Stephen with a PH whereas Stephen yeah. is a Stephen with a V, and we have trained our ears, much like we've trained yeah, our bodies, to be able to tell when someone is yeah. staying Stephen yeah. and Stephen. And we've and done I, that I really by going Stephen, Stephen. Yeah. At the start, I, yeah. I really applaud yeah. you, Stephen, for, for coming up with that solution. Um, you know, you brought your initiative, and that's, that's absolutely fantastic. I, Just going I, back I to what like I was saying earlier, stay, what I was saying absolutely. is if you grab me... Yeah, yeah when absolutely. Fighting becomes but yeah, yeah, reality. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I will run back away yeah. from you. Yeah, absolutely. Until the moment comes where you grab me, that's when absolutely. you know. That's when you know that you've made a mistake. Well, that's why I'm here to learn yeah, these absolutely. skills because I was akin to a violent animal. Yeah, yeah. A wild step animal. Stepan. Yeah. Stepan. Yeah. Well, just uh, with all due respect, with all due respect, mate, a wild animal is not something to take pride in. Oh, I've Someone learned who, that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you have to really be aware of that. Like, absolutely, you need to be able to unleash the uh, the, uh, the the wild animal. Um, Lion. I, I approach things a little bit less. You know, obviously, Serg takes more of a martial arts approach to things. I take more of a tactical response approach. <laughs> And that's where I would say, um, you know, when you talk about um, that sort of response, the wild animal, um, I think of something like a tactical response, you know, uh, for example, the, uh, the, the invasion of the beaches of Gallipoli, or what well, we say invasion, but the defence of Australia on the beaches of Gallipoli. Uh -huh. um, that's a moment where the tactical response failed. You know, the, the, the people at the higher ups, they failed in their tactical response. They had a duty to those soldiers and they, they let them down. They failed. And that's when the wild animal had to come out. And the people that survived in that situation, they were the people that used their initiative 
and they use their raw animal power to to fight, to maim, to kill, and to look after their brethren. And and that's well, where give you an absolutely. Example. Let me give you an example, okay? Absolutely, please. So I'm going to a movie. I'm going to the cinemas with my partner. Yeah. And we may be going to see a new film like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, great yeah, movie as well. And a great Which is actually, yeah, absolutely. Story I, and I on do top want to of say, a yeah. heartwarming story yeah. about a father and a son. Yeah. It's a movie of combat and the respect for those who fight. Now, yeah. what I wanted yeah. to talk to you both about is we're walking out of the area, right? And per se, for, for instance, I'm walking with my, my babe and we see someone who starts to say nasty things towards us. I'm not going to fight them. I'm going to no. say walk away. Even yeah, though absolutely. despite the fact that they've disrespected my partner's honour and her chastity, I'm not yeah. going to call out. I'm not going to turn around and use my skills because skills are at their most powerful when kept dormant till the moment of truth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk to the car. At the moment that one of them grabs me, steps in my way or harms my partner, mm-hmm. that's when I unleash my skills. Can I ask you a question? At the moment of grabbing, Um, that's a different story. Can I ask you a question? But my first instance, walk away. Sir, can I ask you a question, mate? Yeah. Do I have permission to ask you a question right now? In this instance, yes. Okay, so so that's great. All right. Is that something I should be Um, noting down? Is seek permission before asking a sensei or colleague a question? Listen, no, listen, I was just sensing a a degree of. a degree of aggression from Serg in that moment, and I didn't want to escalate that situation. So that was that was not um, that was not anything I teach you as, as a master. That was just me de-escalating a situation. He he clearly wanted to continue making his point. I'd asked a few times. Um, that was probably due to the Zoom delay. We are doing this over Zoom because the uh, the government uh, the government has oh, no. I won't go into politics. I won't go into politics started. about this. Serg, I, I want to ask you um, uh, your opinion, right? We're using this wild animal metaphor that's, that's come up in this conversation. Um, I, I wonder, when you talk about unleashing your skills, do you think in that moment you're unleashing the wild animal or do you think you're still reserving that wild animal but using the calm, you know, the calm decision-making, even tactical mind to execute a series of manoeuvres and moves to achieve the goal that you need to achieve. Let me answer you by telling you a, a part of one of my favourite movies, Avengers. Okay. Oh, fantastic. The Hulk An incredible movie. Around. An incredible Hulk, movie. Excuse me. It's the just Hulk a great movie. Hulk walks around for that entire movie as Mark Ruffalo. And he often... Is that the name of the actor? Is that the name of the actor? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, great. Bruce Peter Parker is the... There's a uh, moment where he says, where he approaches the villains. In this instance, it's aliens. Oh, that's Spider-Man, sorry. So, listen, I'm sorry, sir. Can I just just interject here for a moment? Stephan, you need to back off, mate, all right? I know that you're excited. I'm learning. You're disrespecting the master. Stop. That's it. And I'm taking this note and I'm stepping back. There's a moment where Mark Ruffalo is a human being and obviously he has the power to hulk into to release his muscles. So he turns into the Hulk, right? Yeah. I see a lot of myself in him. But what I oft what he says as he walks to them in human form, he says someone says, But wait, you're not angry. You've got to get yeah, yourself right. angry. He says 
that's that's the point. I'm always angry, and then right. he, yeah, he unleashes the fury. So he's he's but I, that's what. And, uh, wait, hold. No, absolutely. Hold, hold. I respect that, bro. He says, "I'm always angry." And when I saw that movie in the cinemas, I thought, "There I am. I see myself in this movie represented because, on screen because that role uh, is kind of I see myself in it. I'm always ready to go. I can be having dinner with my grandmother. Uh, right. I need to talk. Uh, you, you're talking about your grandmother now. I had a question about the Hulk. Sorry, no, you need to niece. calm down. Just wait. I'm going no, to get back. I had a question about the Hulk. Now. You're going to get back to it now. I'm always ready to go. I can be sitting okay. down, eating a meal, and then terrorist comes in the room. The fury's there from me. It's at a moment's okay. notice. And now this is these are the skills that I've come to you to learn is that, see, as when he was Mark Ruffalo, that to me was like, I don't understand this character. Sorry, I'm really confused by the use this. of the actor's name. I'm so sorry. I'm really confused by the use so of the So Mark Ruffalo can we refer is to him the, as Bruce Banner? Well, yeah. if you need that. I mean, that, sure. I do. I would prefer that. That would help me. I'm not. I'm not as much of a movie guy as you guys Bruce are. Bruce Banner, right? Mark Ruffalo, the same. They're in on the same. When I was watching the Avengers, which I did 15 times, yeah, I never understood. I never connected to the Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo character when he uh, started gaining mass and his skin yeah. would turn from a peach to a to a green, like a lime green. Yeah. And I saw that character, Hulk smash, um, being able to take down an entire alien worm in a single punch. Now, that is when I went, now I'm seeing myself represented on screen. But what Absolutely. I've come to you to learn is how do I get to the Mark Ruffalo? You'll be excited yeah. to know, Step Piven, that my two idols of fighting are on each of my calf muscles. On the left is the Hulk. Mm. On the right mm-hmm. is the Decepticons, the logo for the Decepticons, yeah. because mm-hmm. they capture <laughs> they capture for me the two elements of what I believe is important to fighting and to combat. Mm. Yeah. Mm. One is the mm. fury. Yeah. The other is the mischief. Yeah, they are no, mischief absolutely. makers, the Decepticons, because they deceive, they trick the Autobots uh, into losing the war for Cybertron. So, guys, like, I love all this movie talk, right? Guys, I love it, but I don't, I'm not much of a movie guy, right? I prefer to sort of read about tactical responses, read the memoirs of sort of different army generals and whatnot. And I feel like I'm getting a little lost. I love the power of storytelling to, in order to use, you know, metaphor and whatnot to explain, you know, the experience of the warrior. I absolutely love the, the, the art of storytelling to portray the, the psyche of the warrior. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like we're maybe moving a little off topic when we start talking about uh, these Decepticons and, and Transformers and well, whatnot. Do you have an example from real life, Stephen, in mm-hmm. which you have used martial arts to control, okay, sure. manipulate or manoeuvre a situation to be sure. in your favour with or without causing harm to a fellow human being? Yeah, sure. So that's a great question there, Stepan, uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm really glad you asked it. I obviously do know quite a bit about martial arts and, and Cirque has helped me a great deal in the last decade, learning more, developing my skills. Um, 
Obviously, my expertise is more in the tactical. Um, my approaches are, are whilst very similar, um, I, I'm more interested in how a nation state responds to the threat of other nation states or even um, guerrilla style terrorist organizations. Uh, but I think there's a lot of metaphor there. Do I have a real life example of a nation state using their power to, to disarm, dis, to, to de-escalate? Absolutely. I think we can look at some of the negotiators in, um, in, uh, in, in, during the Cuban Missile Crisis. We can look at a lot of what the Australian government's doing in the, with, with the situation in the South China Sea. These are all examples that I think are fantastic examples and very similar to your Transformers film, you know, in terms of at how the warrior can de-escalate before starting something. But don't get me wrong. That's what I like to do. If I will always be in a state of flee. Yeah. Flee, flee, flee is my three Fs. Absolutely. Get flee, away flee, from the flee. scenario. If I'm held, captured, disarmed, that's when you get the lion. Absolutely. And you don't want to be great the aggressor. lesson for me. You don't want We're to be the return. aggressor. We have to go to an ad break, but when we come back, I'm going to put a lateral question and a philosophical question to both of these boys to see how they answer. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. Welcome back. I'd like to put to Stephen. Yeah. Which one? What would you do in Stephen, the following step scenario? Uh-huh. You mentioned earlier Gallipoli. Mm-hmm. Sure. What would you do in the scenario to rechange history and to win the beaches against the, in, of the war? In sure. That, in, win the war. So, so that's a great question. That's a fantastic question. I, I would love a little bit of clarity before we um, before we move forward. Am I a foot soldier? Am I a medic? Am I higher up in government? Am I a general? Uh, what, what, what do you see my position being? Because uh, the tactical response is is completely different. You know, war and the war mechanisations, they call it the war machine for a reason. You know, everyone has to play their part. So I'd love to know um, from your war perspective. War Avengers. Again, I'm not familiar with that uh, property. I'm not familiar with Don that Cheadle. property. Oh, fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. He's the guy from Hotel Rwanda, yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched that with my partner a few weeks ago. Very sad, very moving. What would you do as a foot soldier, mm-hmm. an Australian foot, foot soldier. soldier? Jeez, jeez, you've put me in a tough position there, mate. Because they did, they were not dealt a good hand on those on those beaches. I tell you what, they were not held, dealt a good hand. Um, you know, obviously, I'm approaching that beach with my brothers, um, both from Australia and New Zealand. Um, you know, and we, we, we're being shipped in. We, we were shipped in, um, you know, a ten apiece. And a lot of the, the, the deaths, were, you know, that was, a, that was a campaign that lasted for quite a while. The vast majority of the deaths, that were happening at the landing, you know. Um, so if I survived that, which I believe I would have, um, I believe I would have sensed a danger pretty early on and I would have uh, probably lowered, gotten lower on the boat, um, making sure that I was protected, that I was shielded. Um, now I know that they were on the they were on the hill at the time, um, and I know that the safest spot on that hill, if you look at the maps, if you look at the topography where they landed in the wrong place, I know that the best place to go, obviously, is there was a small valley, a small crevice, uh, where where the ability to shoot down was 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 really not um, with the uh, with the technology. It took took the soldiers quite a while to work that out, and, and they lost a lot of lives. I would have gone straight there. 
Uh, from there, that's where I would have started to uh, gather my uh, fighters. I would have actually looked to medics first. Um, those are the guys I'd be protecting, looking after, because if you protect the medics, well, then you're protecting, you know, you increase, multiply, you, there's a multiplier there. You, you save one medic, you're actually saving many soldiers. So I'd save as many medics as I could. I would start to uh, build up that base and await further orders. You know, that's really all the foot soldier can do. Um, I'd love to give you some tactical answers there, but at that point, uh, I just have to await further orders and, and see where we go. And God, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be too excited about those orders because they were making some big mistakes in that campaign, absolutely. I would have approached it very differently um, as okay. a foot soldier. Sure. So obviously... Uh, just note, just before you start, Stepan, we will give you both from a martial arts perspective from Serg and a tactical perspective from myself, we will be giving you feedback on this response, okay? And that's part of being a student. A part of and I appreciate that and I'll that. take that feedback, feedback, which is where I put my feedback in no, my feedback. No, that's okay, man. That's okay. You mispronounced. That's fine. It's my ledger. There's no judgment here. We're not bullies. And I We're appreciate that. Here. And I respect We're the that. ones that take on the bullies. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now, obviously, the issue with Gallipoli was the Allied landing preparations. The Ottoman defence preparations were far superior. As a foot soldier, what can you do? You can shoot your gun, but you can also try and slap some sense into your commanding officer. I would have gone up. I would have. I would have. Because I am an absolute animal. This is, remember, this is before my training with you two individuals. So I need to look back at the past, Mark. What would pass, Stephen? I need to have a look at the past, Stephen. What would Stephen have done before having met the two people who reined him in, made him a caged lion, a caged lion that can walk like his legs are sticking out of the cage still and he can walk around. He has free will. The lion has free will and can still go to the shops, yes, but he's in a cage. Unlock that cage and he gets out. You've got a line. Yeah, you've got a line. But before that, there was no cage. I would have gone up to my commanding officer, grabbed him by the shoulders, shook him and said, you don't understand. We're walking into a trap. Where we're landing is the incorrect coordinates because I would have done my research. Yes, I am a foot soldier, but I am not a stupid person. I would have jumped yeah. down onto the ground. He wouldn't have said. He would have said no. He would have said, "There's nothing you can do." I would have jumped down onto the ground. I would have grabbed the guy next to me gun and the guy out to the left. Guy to the right. Guy to the left. I would have grabbed both their guns because those guns are better in my hands than theirs. Bang! 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 I would have taken every shot's a headshot. <laughs> Every shot's a headshot. I would have taken down the Ottoman snipers, the Ottoman machine gunners, right? I would have... A grenade comes, I smother it with my body. Why? Because I know it's going to go off or not. And I know that that grenade isn't going to go off. But I need my brothers to see what you need to do in a grenade situation. Wow. Mate, mate, that was great. Uh uh, Serg, do you want to start with the feedback or should I? I mean, uh, there was a couple of issues there, definitely. For me, it's a 10 out of 10. That's how I would have done it. 
Yeah, great. That's, that's a great response. Um, that's a great response. Now, Would I would like, like to, to explain... pose to you. Oh, absolutely. Would be... Do you mind if I just give him a little bit of feedback? No, please. Is that... Please. I just. Um, so, Serg's giving you a 10 out of 10. Makes sense. He's a martial artist. And what you've done there, I think, largely, um, largely works from the perspective of a martial artist. I, I personally do disagree with Serg, though, because what's the first most important thing of a martial artist? It's removing that sense of self. You've made some pretty selfish decisions there. You've really left your brothers out to uh, First thing to, to do perish. is flee. Get out of the area. I would have absolutely said, I don't need to be here. I don't need to be here. The moment they challenge me, my country, my way of life, yeah. that's when the lion's unleashed. Would you not say that by the very nature of being there, considering you are a soldier, that they have challenged yeah. uh, your country and your way of life? At that moment, that's when I engage. But before that, leave the area. Right, but you're there. You are in that moment. So, no, he's look. He's answered honestly. He I'm just, I'm himself. just seeking clarity here. We haven't about talked when about is this. that moment for me. My ledger, my ledger is literally dripping in red, and yeah, I need to clean that ledger. Stephan. I need to wipe that ledger clean. That's what I've learned. How am I going to do that if I don't understand when to flee? Can I can I say flee when it things? flee when someone tries to start action with you engage you in action that can be you at a dinner at a restaurant an armed robber comes in tries to hold the place I put my hands up in the air oh, the yeah, moment they yeah. come to me say give me your wallet they touch my wife I say that's the moment where the lion is unleashed and you know and yeah. from you I've learned grab the grab the barrel of the gun grab with hold Take away it out from of yourself. their hand yeah turn Absolutely. it around flip it around Absolutely. put it to them Bang. make sure the safety's off one shot to the knee one shot to the knee and then they're incapacitated but not dead and then Absolutely. five to the head yeah. five to the head after that so once they're once down they're incapacitated, one two three four five that's what so you've got to do robber comes in your woman robber comes in take the gun reverse down knee shot they're disabled he says, no, sorry. I'm like, unfortunately, too late. The line's unleashed. One, two, three, four, five. That's a powerful answer, man. That's a powerful answer to what you do. Full really stop well. is what it is. That's what you've got to do. You have to, you have to defend yourself. And, and can I just back up Serg right now and yeah. say, you know, when he talks about removing himself from the situation, he's not talking about pissing his pants and running away like a baby, <laughs> if I may use that parlance. He's not Definitely talking about not. that. I met Serg, and I can vouch for him. I met him. Uh, the first time we met was in 2004 at a free-running class. <laughs> I met Serg at a free-running <laughs> class um, because both of us were aware that we could see. Uh, I have a little bit of experience uh, in martial arts. It's less effective for me because I'm a heavy set guy, but I definitely still use some of those techniques, some of those mantras. Uh, but we both knew that you have to remove yourself uh, and before you say free running, is that the same as parkour? No, it is not. Parkour is an extreme sport. It is about the uh, tricks. It is about the uh, techniques. It is about uh, entertainment, essentially. Free running, it is about getting from point A to B with as minimal, minimal uh, 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 things in your way. So he's talking about that. Efficiency. Um, efficiency. Efficiency is the key. Now, a lot of people, they're in that cinema situation. Someone's talking about his partner, t- talking about her chastity, and he's going to go, all right, I'm going to fight him. I'm going to let the animal out. Well, no, 
Because the first thing you're going to do, Serg, if, if, I'm, if I'm correct, is you're mm. going to say, a lot of people would say, I've got to fight this guy. There's a wall next to me. Not Serg and not me, Stephen. <laughs> what I would do is I would lift up my legs. I only need a one-metre run-up to get over a two-metre wall. Yeah, Even though yeah, I'm a efficiently guy, flee. you wouldn't know that. I efficiently flee. Mm. I lift my legs up, I flip it over, <laughs> and then I start running. <laughs> I start running. If there's a small window above a door, there's a small window above a door. Do you think I'm going to take the time to open the door? No, you no, can sir. slip through that that window. I'm going to uh, lunge my arms forward and put my feet uh, parallel, my legs parallel to my arms, tuck my head, and, and I'm going to jump. I only need about a half a metre to do this. I'm going to jump the height of the door and I'm going to slip through the small window above the door like I'm a letter through an envelope. Another way to approach that situation, Sensei, if I may, is to yeah, brace absolutely. your shoulder run at the door full speed and knock the door off its hinges. And if you continue, no, because I have done this before. I have done this before. Once in a situation where uh, they weren't giving me enough uh, return. I was trading in a copy of Ratchet and Clank on PS5 at JB and they were not giving me a high enough return because when I was in there just the day before for Dragon Quest uh, 12 on the Nintendo Switch, I got a 50% return on that trading. Yet for Ratchet and Clank, a newer game on a newer system that I'd only purchased a week beforehand, I was getting a uh, 30% return I don't think so. So in that situation where security started coming at me after I had engaged one of the workers in a headlock, I was just at the moment about to snap their neck, remove, separate their skull from their spine. I had yeah. to run out of JB Hi-Fi and I used the smash through the door scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's a great Why do you laugh, Sensei? What I'm talking about. Well, I laugh because it's like it's great to watch, you know, movies. Like you said, you can understand the mind of the warrior through the art of storytelling. Absolutely. You watch too many movies, you start to think every door is made of thin pine. You start to think every window is made of sugar glass. That's a fantastic idea. But what if that door's deadlocked? What if that door Fuck. is made of a thick metal? What if Fuck. that door is not, uh, you know... It's great, great. You use brute force, but in the time you've done that, the man that was disrespecting your wife has pulled out a gun, he shot her, he shot you, and he shot the police officer that's trying to defend you. Because well, you in took this situation, the I wasn't, I wasn't with force. my wife, but I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I guess what it came down to was I was pretty lucky that that door was only made of oak um, for had it been made of a stronger material I may have not been able to bust that on my first uh, attempt at running JB through it. Many JB Hi-Fi's use having oak doors. Is that a common thing? No, in JB no. So it was, well, usually it's roller doors. I would see it at JB Hi-Fi. No, so actually uh, yeah. you've made a mistake there in terms of uh, my location in regards to the JB Hi-Fi. It was a JB Hi-Fi in a shopping centre. Um, and I escaped the JB Hi-Fi with ease, but they locked down the shopping centre. The shopping centre had oak doors. Yeah, it had did. a thin oak door. It wasn't From as thin as you would suspect. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Here's the reason, though. You found yourself in a situation of conflict, which is why whenever going shopping in suburban metro Australia, just for safety, I will always carry my, my small katana. Yeah, absolutely, mate, yeah. yeah. Two no, reasons. I, I, One... It's yeah. great to withhold. It goes down the side of my leg along my hamstring quadricep. It moves yeah. comfortably. I can move freely. It's in your very big but, pants. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we all have very big pants. Yeah. <laughs> I have a trap door in my tracksuit pants from which I can reveal the katana. Just on that very off chance that someone does engage me. No doubt. At which point, katana out, slice the throat, slice the chest, in, hold, twist, out. Security guard approaches you. I have a hand on the katana, yeah. ready to go at any moment. Obviously, weapons, handguns in Australia are under a license. I do own firearms, but you're not allowed to carry them unless hunting. In that scenario, don't necessarily agree with that. We'll move ahead with that. That's something that hopefully we can get across. Don't need to get, get into the politics. What? I do agree don't with you there, but we don't yeah, need don't to get, need into, to get that. into the politics. What are your uh, thoughts? But I um, do carry a katana. I did have a question yeah. uh, for my two senseis. What are your yeah, thoughts on uh, wearing a utility harness at all times? Now, I, I, do, I do have yeah. a utility harness that I have filled with uh, devices that are meant to distract, flashbangs, uh, kind of like small pallets to create smoke for fast getaways, that sort of thing. Now, do yeah. you think that all men should have a utility harness on them at all times filled with these kinds of devices or should they only be taken into high-risk scenarios, say, if you're going out to a restaurant with your wife and her bosoms are exposed? That's a great question. That's a great question, Well, just in the sense that someone may disrespect My interest is more in nation-states, tactical responses. This is more of a martial arts question. Absolutely, I do have a utility belt. Yeah, I'll take that Over to you, sir. Yeah, mate. How are you going to free jump out of that place if something comes up? Are you mm. going to be able to carry yourself and the weight of your harness belt, adding another 12 kilos, say, of belt weight? Are you yeah. going to be able to jump out of that room and get efficiently to safety? Look, it does add a little bit of circumference to my uh, to my body, which I am aware of, and I know when I see a hole in the wall, I'm like, I can fit through that, I guess, the holes would have to be a little bit bigger. That is true. It may uh, uh, hinder me from getting into as many tight places as I'm used to getting into. I'll tell you what the answer is. Okay. Deadlifts, compound weight exercises, deadlift, barbell squats, get stronger, kettlebells. Every day you're building to strengthen your legs. My legs are massive. A lot of people say you don't look like you're very fit. You look like a normal guy. Because strength is different to muscle. I work mm-hmm. strength. I am yeah, one no. of the strongest people you'll meet, but also I'm like a teddy cuddly bear. It's true. He yeah, does that's give absolutely right. Great hugs. You know, that's the thing. Like, um, we're, we're both heavy set guys. <laughs> no, I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're both heavy set. I've got to say, though, um, you know, I've seen you working out. I've seen you. I've watched you working out um, in my so garage and, gym, in your garage gym, which I call and, the um, dojo. We 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 have nicknamed that the dojo. Absolutely, yeah. and I, and not a nickname, not a nickname. What is the definition of a dojo? It is a place for rest, training, <laughs> meditation, and a a a a a hole in which you worship your body and your sensei's mind. I've got a Chromecast out there on the telly as well, so you can watch stuff out there too. Yeah, and we do, we do. We've got the Chromecast out there, uh, and and we got the drum kit as well. So because um, your partner <laughs> asked you to move the drum kit out there because it was a little bit loud in the house, so we got the drum yeah. kit. We got the. But what I've got to say, what I've got to say on that though, in in, in all um, respect, you know, d- 
dojo is not just an architectural style. It's not just a cultural thing. A dojo can be a garage. A dojo can be a garage in an outer ring southeastern suburb. <laughs> it's what, it's what you've taught me. <laughs> it's what you've taught me is the dojo is a state of mind. It doesn't have to be, you know, ab- above <laughs> a, uh, a grocery store in Paran. Downtown Tokyo. Yeah, or downtown Tokyo. You know, it doesn't have to have padded floors. It doesn't have to have, well, it does need to have a rack of katanas, size, yeah. and nunchucks. But that Without doesn't mean that, that it's 50% not really of the time, a dojo. It can't be a place where your car goes. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, where are you going to put the car? Outside, ready for thieves to take? Absolutely not. You need that security. I welcome thieves to take my car. Yeah. And that's 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 also the other thing as well. Because if you someone came to my car in need... the middle of the night, I hear them. I hear them. Gun from under the pillow, outside, freeze. One, two, down. One, two, three, four, five. In the head. Under you wouldn't your know pillow, their face. Is that, I would, where you, em, I would... is that where you keep your gun under the pillow? Yeah. That's interesting. I sleep. I like to sleep with my handgun. Hands in on trigger here, like this, right. under the pillow. Yeah. Yeah. I have mine concealed in the mattress in the off chance that a uh, villain is in the bedroom and looks for the gun under the pillow, the most obvious place to keep it. I've keep mine yeah. concealed in a hole in the mattress. That way I dive in, pull it out when they least expect it. One to the kneecap, one to the heart. Two bullets, that's very thing, efficient. If you don't have that gun and you're not ready to use that gun, the issue is they're going to come in, they're going to kill you, they're going to kill your wife, they're going to kill your neighbours, they're going to kill your pets, they're going to kill everyone on the street. And because you had that gun, you were ready to take them on, you know, and, 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 and obviously we do it legally, we have it in a safe, we have it in an approved safe that's bolted to the ground, but that safe is near the bed, absolutely. It's, it's, it's in the, the place you described, in that sort of hollow cabin, for sure, but it is bolted to the ground. is the safety of me and my two mm-hmm. other 35-year-old male roommates yeah. in an outer suburb of Victoria, of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. That's who I am caring for with intruders into our share property. Yeah. Small absolutely. sort of flat yeah, so a small, small sort flat. of cre- cre- yes. sort of orange brick. Flat. We need to make it very See, clear: live- none of us have wives or partners. No, the, the, no not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We are working on it. But um, uh, these Sorry, are all. I, you, you misunderstand. You two don't have wives. I do have uh, uh, the the I I do have a wife. I married her at the age of eighteen. Right. Uh, we dated in high school and I married her at the age of 18. Um, so oh. I do have a wife, but the two of you do not know. Uh, that's an understandable uh, mistake to make. I never talk of her in, the, in, a, in a real sense and you've never met her. I am at the moment looking at entering into a polyamorous relationship with another couple, oh, wow. uh, one man and one woman. I will potentially sleep in uh, the third bedroom that they have in the house. They will share a marital bed and uh, I will be there um, in my own uh, bedroom, and we will engage in uh, threesomes often, um, but uh, I can't sleep with just the woman. That is for them. That is for their marriage. I am an optional extra. Uh, that's something that I'm uh, engaging with at the moment, and, and, and that is very beneficial to me and my lifestyle. Now, I'm a little more socially conservative than that, but I respect that that's your choice and that's your lifestyle. Personally, I don't approve of it. I'm more, you know, socially, economically conservative, but I respect that, mate. I don't I fully that. approve of it myself. It's just when you start to run out of options. 
I just when you've say, been looking, when you've been trying you for so long. It. Yeah. When you've been trying for so long and this opportunity arises, it's either do I go on living my life as it has been <laughs> or do I... <laughs> Or do I engage with this? And that's that's the point I'm at in my life <laughs> and it's the choice I've made. So do, is it something five years ago if you said to me, would you like to engage in a polyamorous relationship with another couple? No, <laughs> I'd say that's not me. That's not where I'd like to go. Five years on, though, you change. Things... Yeah, you've got to make choices. You've got to make you compromises. To make, I, personally have, compromises. I personally have never made a, I've never made a compromise in my entire life, so I struggle to understand that. But you've got to live your life. I do have to say, though, if you ever wanted to come over, uh, you know, in a social set- setting for dinner at my Metricon home in what was once maybe 10 years ago farmland, uh, just outside of what was once maybe 50 years ago a rural town but is now an outer suburb of Melbourne. If you want to come over to that Metricon home and have dinner with my wife, uh, dinner that my wife has prepared, I would just say absolutely you can come, you're welcome, you're my, you're my apprentice, you're my, uh, you're my young student. But please don't bring um, that lifestyle, please don't bring your two partners into my home. Um, because if you did do that, I would have to ask you to leave respectfully. And if and you I could respect start violence, well. even as my student, even as my student, I would have to defend my home. Not because of your life choices, but because you didn't respect. This is only if I ask you to leave politely and you escalate the situation. What am I going to do? I would have to kill you. That's what I'd have to do. And I accept that every day, every person I meet, every person I love. I accept that if the situation arises, I have to kill them. That's a hard burden to carry, but you have to carry that burden when you're a tactical response expert or when you're a martial arts expert. Can you speak to that for a moment, sir? We have to stop now. <laughs> we can't keep... We have to stop. <laughs> well, yeah, we should stop the podcast. I've actually got work, boys, so I've got to go. <laughs> you got to go to JB Hi-Fi? Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'll uh, speak to you guys later. We'll see you on the next thrilling uh, episode of The Dojo. The Dojo. Namaste. 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 You've been listening to the Auntie Donna podcast. Thanks for joining us for another RIP episode brought to you by AuntieDonnaClub.com. See you next week.